This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh, It's a little bit of a ride because we, this morning, uh, and you are with me riding, are in Clearwater, Florida. Uh, We're here at the ballpark at Philly Spring Training. A little overcast today. Forecast for the weekend is not great. I think it's supposed to rain this afternoon. But we're going to talk a lot of baseball. And we're going to talk a lot of baseball with the manager, uh, with the manager Rob Thompson. And Rob is sitting in the seat, ready for the ex- I mean, for the interview. <laughs> Here's the deal, Rob. Um, I might be one of the luckiest guys <laughs> in the world because over the last twelve hours, I have spoken to Rod Stewart. Really? With Rod Stewart last night. And now I have the manager of the Philadelphia Phillies, Rob Thompson. How lucky! Is, I mean, uh, people want to be me. Be a big letdown. Yeah, no, it's it's big. So, I mean, just think of those two people. I wish my wife was with you because she is a huge Rod Stewart fan. Oh, if I'd have known that, yeah. he played in. Uh, uh, he was in Tampa last is night. That right? Yeah, it was at the Hard Rock, and I went over to see him. It's just, uh, and then I didn't know I was going to stay, and then I said, well, I meet him. I, I'm going to tell us. I'll tell you the story quickly. I had him on my radio show when you were six years old. Is that right? 54 years ago, before his first hit, which was Maggie May, before his first hit, I had him on. He was promoting an album. I was a disc jockey. And he came in. Yes, sir. And last night I mentioned to him, I said, Rod, I said, "Uh, you were on with me. We met about 50 years ago. And um, right before you played a place called the Wheaton Youth Center. He says, no, that was over 50 years ago. He remembered. No kidding. Yes. Wow. So how lucky am I? Rod Stewart <laughs> and Rob Thompson in less than 12 hours? Yeah. Can't be better than that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so now that I've softened you up here. Well, if, if he's ever anywhere, you're, if he's playing and you know anywhere, he comes here every year. So I think... He comes in spring training. So next year, yeah. assuming you're not Nick Sirianni and they're counting you out after a year. <laughs> it's, just, it's just unbelievable what Philadelphia is. But let's get to that. All right. Last year, uh, the playoffs. And that's what you deal with. And there's a lot of people complaining about situations that happened and the way you dealt with it. How much do you think about what happened in that playoff series, one that the Phillies were obviously expected to win. Yeah, I, th- I thought about it a lot, actually, over the course of the winter. And, and you know, you go th- back through your decision-making and, and the processes and, and try to improve on that. And uh, I know the, the Kimbrell situation, um, using him in, what was it, game five or game four, I guess, mm-hmm. games three and four, um, that's been a big issue. But if you look at, at Kimbrell's, numbers in September he, I think he threw 12 innings and tw- had 12 appearances gave up two runs the first four outings in the playoffs didn't give up a run and then games three and four you know it got away from us but um, but I'd, I'd 
that one I'd do again. I really would because I, you know, you don't. One game doesn't necessarily mean it's a trend. Um, and I had, a lot, I still had a lot of confidence in him, and, and Craig did a really good job for us last year. So that was one decision that um, I'd, I'd probably do the same thing. Is there anything that you would have changed? I and think everybody second guesses themselves. Sure, for sure. Something. The, the right. one that that I struggle with the most probably is is pinch hitting for Rojas in Game Seven. Uh, to be perfectly honest with you, and um, you know, now uh, you know, going back on it, would I do it again? Yeah, that's maybe one that I might think a little bit harder about. Okay, so the fans in Philadelphia, obviously, you know what they are. You know, I'm obviously around the Eagles a lot, and Nick Sirianni knows what they are. Does it, uh, do you hear all the noise and the chatter? And if so, um, does it get to you at any time? Not really, because I, I've always understood that that's, you know, being in New York for as many years as I was, and then now in Philadelphia, too two really passionate markets and and when you're you're the manager that or head coach or of a, a football team or hockey team or basketball that's part of the gig and that you've got to you got to have thick skin and you've got to answer the questions and and it's your responsibility and I get it and and I'm just really happy that I'm in a city that is as, as passionate as these fans are because they come to the ballpark and and when you're doing well they let you know, and when you're doing not doing well, then they let you know that too, and and I respect that. You know, when you have a good team, you want a good as a manager, you want a good team because you want a chance to win. But then it adds extra pressure. You maybe it's the Canadian in you <laughs> <laughs> that's so. I'm I don't want to say relaxed because I know inside you're probably churning sometimes. Sure, but you seem to handle all the situations and baseball is a slower game than football but sure. and it's a slower game than, than most sports and you have time to think but how do you handle all, all the, the situations that come up during a game i think it part of it's part of my upbringing I'm, i mean my father was a guy that always he, he preached about staying poised if you're a leader stay poised don't show them you're sweating and all that stuff and and you know, being around Joe Torrey a lot um, taught me a lot. You know, because he was very calm, very poised all the time, and, and usually the players will respond to that. You know, and and have you had players that haven't responded? And sometimes it's hard to sit a guy if he's a good if he's a good player because you only hurt yourself. That's the problem in today's game. You only have so many guys. Do you? Have you had challenges with certain? I'm not asking you to name them. Oh challenges yeah, with certain players, absolutely, because they want to play. Yeah. I mean, and especially our guys, because they're they're gamers. They they want to play every single day. So to take the game away from them for a night uh, or for part of a night is is diff- it's a difficult decision. That's sometimes a difficult conversation as well. So, but I respect that, and I I would I wouldn't want it any other way. It, it, an interesting thought, and I was always a Reese Hoskins fan. I know mean, people complained about his defense, but in that lineup, he was so important. Yep. At least I felt that yep. way. And, of course, I have a little bit of knowledge. Not much, but a little bit. Would you have been a better team with Harper and Wright and Hoskins at first? If Harper, obviously, he wanted to play first. Would you have been a better team? Well... It, I know it's a tough question. Where's Castellanos at that point? Well, you put him in. You put him in left. Or you put somebody else in I think, center. I think yeah. to answer the question with Hoskins on the club, 
we would have been a better team. Now you would have mixed and matched, you know, Harper, DH, or play right. first every once in a while. Castellanos, DH. Castellanos going to be in there. He's 30 and 100 guy. But, um, yeah, I think I think so. And especially with with Reese's um, demeanor and uh, the level of poise that he brought to the game and his at-bats. I mean, he was a guy that uh, he didn't chase much, and he walked. He was on base in front of Harp and in front of JT and 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 Nick. And and so that's that's a big part of it, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, during the season, it, it didn't seem like you missed him, but you did when it came to certain games. I Do you have that kind of hitter in your lineup now? Well, I, you know, I, I think all in all, uh, one of the biggest things that we're going to focus on is cutting down our chase rate. Now, you can't, you can't take a guy that chases a lot and, and he never chases again. It's not going to happen, but you can get better at it. So I think collectively, if they all get a little bit better at it, um, you know, maybe it, it sort of takes the place of having a guy like Reese in your lineup. Okay, you added a player yesterday, which I, I mentioned his name the other day, and obviously you guys were looking at him with uh, Merrifield. And you'll be happy to know that our midday guy with the question I asked the other day didn't think this team was better this year, and he sent me a text last last night, and he says, tell Rob Thompson, now that they added with Murrayfield, I think they're better this year. So you're, you'll be happy to know that he's okay with this team being better. But, you know... I wanted to make sure that he's okay because without him being okay, I mean, who knows what's going to happen in the world. But the reality is, where does Whit Murrayfield, and I know he does a lot of things and play a lot of positions, where does he play and how does he fit? Well, I, I respect the question, but I can't comment on it because it's it hasn't been announced officially by us. Oh, and, okay. And so Dave's going to, whatever announcement we make, Dave makes it. Um, so there's, I know there's a lot of stuff out there, but... Um, I'm sure that Dave will, will talk about it at some okay, point. Okay, let's make this a hypothetical. We always like hypotheticals. If, and obviously he's a free agent, so it's not a tampering situation. Uh, if you got Whit Murrayfield, how would, if you got him, how would he fit in this club? Well, not if we got him, but I'll just talk about Whit. And okay. That, um, obviously really good player. Experienced, 35 years old. Uh, wants to play. Um, really good second baseman can play left field can play right field we'll get him in here and talk to him about maybe uh, doing some other things around the, around the field but he's a baseball player and he can hit and he's not going to strike out doesn't walk very much but he can hit he'll hit a few home runs um, he's a really good player and really good in the clubhouse um, so whoever gets him is going to be a better team how many positions can he play infield positions too he can play. Whit? Yeah. Oh yeah, he was, came up as a second baseman. Okay, so he's but he's listed as an outfielder. Yeah. So he can play pretty much any position, right? Yeah. Uh, if if uh, he came on That's this right. team, uh, you're obviously you're looking for players. Is that to protect yourself just in case Rojas may not be offensively good enough? Well, yeah. I mean, the one thing with Johan, and I've talked to him about it, is that. We don't want to bury him offensively because we, and hopefully it's this year, um, we think he's going to be a really good offensive player. And I think in time, uh, once he under, really understands the strike zone, really understands his swing, really understands his hot zones and what pitches to look for and what situations, he's going to hit some home runs because he's that strong and the ball comes off his bat. 
Um, the defense is, I don't, I don't think anybody can question his defense. But we don't want to bury him offensively, um, confidence-wise. So if there's more work to be done, then, then we'll get that done someplace else. But So there's that, plus the fact that, you know, knock on wood, we've been, we've been pretty healthy for the most part in the last couple of years. And there's, but there's going to be injuries, you know, so you got to have depth. We've, we've added depth with our, our pitching with some bulk guys and some starters, some experienced starters at AAA, and so that's good. And now we've, we've got some depth on the on position player side. Your starting staff seems to be kind of locked in right now. I mean, locked in in terms of your rotation, right? Do you feel that way? I do, yeah. Okay. So it's Wheeler, Nola, and then who's your third guy? Um, well, we haven't put out, put out a rotation, but it's going to be Wheeler, Nola, Suarez, uh, Taiwan, and, and Sanchi. Okay. So, and you want to break up the left-handers, obviously. Yeah, that's, right. that, that will okay. be the plan. What, which order we go in, we haven't discussed that yet. All right. Uh, Trey Turner disputed something you said the other day. He said he disputed it yesterday. You said last year that the World Baseball Classic kind of affected him. Kind of shook his head. He says, it's an excuse. Uh, so, well, that's, that's what he's going to say. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I respect that. Okay. So, yeah. you know, it, he said if I'd have played well, then everybody would have thought, you know, it just. But the second year, and you've seen players come and go with all the teams you've been with. More comfortable? Obviously, is, was it a comfort thing with Trey Turner last year? Yeah, I think so. And I think that is for any free agent that comes in that's been someplace else for a long time. And um, I think Soto's going to have a better year out of the bullpen. I think Trey's going to have a big year. Uh, those guys that were first-year guys here in Philadelphia, um, usually the second year, they're, they're a lot better. Okay. Rob, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share with you my really, really profound good thoughts with a lineup. And you knew it was coming. All right. Here is your lineup. Um, here is what your lineup should be. So I'll, I'll tell the people. Because I want speed at the top to generate runs. We saw what Arizona did against the Phillies. And they they're not a lot of home run hitters. They hit them, but not a lot. Stott and Turner. I want guys running around the bases. And, and they both feel that they should have more stolen bases. Harper third. Bo Maria Multo. It doesn't matter. They're flexible. Schwarber fifth. Fifth. Bo Maria Multo, then either fourth or sixth. Castellanos. Marsh and Rojas. You got your lefty-righty, lefty-righty. You got it all fit in there. And tell me what... That's a good lineup. <laughs> it is. It's a good lineup. And whatever one we go with, if it's not this one, if we get shut out three or four days in a row, I'm going to this lineup right okay, here. Okay, well, I, I put it on a small card so you can keep it with you. <laughs> I'm putting it in my wallet okay, right now. Okay, I put it in your wallet. But don't you like speed at the top? Oh, I do. I, do. I mean, what happened to the game of baseball where first to third, stolen bases, generate, manufacture runs? No, I, I agree, and I, I like that game. I really do, and I'm not, <clears throat> I'm, not being, I'm not trying to be funny, but we've won a lot of games with, you know, because really the, the whole thing is around Schwarber leading off. That's, that's, yeah. that's the issue. Oh, let's, let's get it out in the open. Well, yeah, but he clogs up the bases if he's... I mean, I'm not taking away from him as a player, but he has no speed. So if you have speed behind him, he clogs up the bases. Yeah. No, I mean, hey, those are all great points. But, but the best point is you can have the greatest lineup in the world, but, if, but the lineup we've been using has won. So that's what I'm i got to wrestle with is to make sure that uh, um, 
whatever lineup we use, we're going to win. You like my lineup, don't you? Oh, I do. No, that's a good lineup. <laughs> so it's, it's well thought out. It's <laughs> it's balanced. There's speed at the top. There's speed at the bottom. The thumpers are in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I, I'm telling you, just, <laughs> I don't know why you don't use that. <laughs> All right. Rob, it's, it's always a pleasure because you kind of accept you know, a lot of the things that I kind of throw out there. But, I mean, I want you to keep that. I will. I, I have a copy of it. I'm going to keep my copy. You keep your copy. <laughs> I want to see that line. You know what? You could use it in spring training and just see how it works. <laughs> <laughs> well, but it's hard to get all these guys in the lineup at the same time. Yeah, you'll see, you'll see them all in the lineup uh, towards the end of the spring. Okay. But you probably won't see them all in the lineup at the same time early. All right. Well... Rob, I, I always appreciate it. And we got a long season. There'll be some questions you like, some questions you don't Absolutely. like. Absolutely. Gabe Kapler snapped at me one time. So I sent him a text. I says, Gabe, if you want to talk about it, I'm happy to talk about it. We were great after that. Well, that's good. Yeah, so, but anyway. Thanks, thanks. Howard. No, appreciate thank it. Thank you. All right, we'll be right back and we'll get to the calls. <laughs> 